Hi guys and girls, welcome to episode 101 or 101 of the Spartans in Pajamas podcast. I am your host as always, uh, I'm Loz, uh, and then always bringing up the rear, but not by any means less, is Dolph. Konnichiwa. I don't know why I said it like that, I'm very tired today. Uh, we've, we've also got the Star knocking about. Hello. Uh, and we've got Jazzy as well. Heyo. Um... We may have other people turning up later on, but for now it's just us four. So, uh, yeah, so we're we're in a hundred and one now. Fucking, we're in the hundreds. I don't think we'd actually make it this far. No, to be fair. I mean, in with the somewhat. Uh, well, we're getting double digit listening out, so that's good. But. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, just takes time, really, doesn't it, to get, to get there. I, I thought as well that I probably would have got fed up of doing it and then just gone, you know what, well, let's not do it this week, let's not do it this week, let's not do it this week, and then it just disappears. But... Uh, it's all together, though, once a fortnight, doesn't it? So Yeah. A little chinwag, what's going on in each other's lives, as it were. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's, it's good, it's therapeutic in a way as well um and people who know me but don't know me that well get a little insight to the other half of what i do um uh, when i'm not working behind a bar uh dealing with shitheads <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i can't say i've had to deal with any in the past couple of weeks it's been quite tame on that oh actually no hang on i do remember so <laughs> we found out that one of these like we had these wooden like posts with rope on to like basically take out the old um car park and make it into like a seating area and we found it broken one night so when my boss looked at the camera the next day we found out that a guy um do you stand on it well he went and sat on it and it like it broke and he got wrapped up in it and it it was the funniest shit ever because we thought he vandalized it but no he was just a dumb fuck that sat on it so, uh, yeah, it was uh, fucked. So, uh, it was, it, yeah, it was just like, oh, that was like the one thing from the pub. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much the pub stuff for me. How how's your, yours been? Yeah, I mean, Mother's Day was interesting, but we'll get to that shortly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, hot topics. Yes. Uh, oh, it's the second. It's the third one. Uh huh. So little um <coughs> pre warning. Mhm. So uh, so we so we jump straight in then. Or, or yeah. Like... Let's uh dip our feet in, shall we? Mhm. Boil our biscuits if you like. I I'm legitimately but... upset about this one. I am as well, to be fair. I mean... I'm going to Google how far away this is. Uh... I mean, if, it's, if it wasn't the, it wasn't the tin, the Boston Harbour, the business on the road, we'd have to, we need to protect our crumpets. So this is from news.sky.com. Lorry spills, lorry spills load of digestive ginger nuts and bourbon biscuits over a Derbyshire road. People on Twitter were encouraged to share their biscuit jokes with one social media writing, people stuck in traffic must be going ginger nuts. 
Mm. Recovery servers were less clearing up thousands of biscuits after a lorry carried a large delivery of Vitti to shed its load. The digestive ginger nuts and bourbons spread a road in Derbyshire after falling out of boxes stored inside a lorry. Hundreds of packets of the sweet treats, cardboard boxes, and lots of biscuit crumbs caused slight delays to drivers on a Monday night. One Twitter, Aero Rush Response wrote, Please bear with us this evening while we try and digest this issue. A lorry load of McVitie's finest have been have decided to be abandoned, causing a slight obstruction. Fortunately, people saw the funny side to the incident in the town of San, Sandica, Sandiaca? Sandiaca. Sandiaca. With many responding to the tweet with biscuit puns and asking police if they needed help with the clear-up. One social media reason, right? Put the kettle on, we're on our way. Another person said, crumbs, that looks bad. I hear traffic has been diverted onto the party ring road. McSlip, I love those biscuits, especially if they fell off the back of a lorry, added another. A video recovery truck to the scene was shared about two hours later with Airwash response writing, these experts will have it sorted in no time. So, because I, I live in Chesterfield in Derbyshire, so that's kind of close. 30 miles away. I was 30 miles away from free biscuits. I mean, they've been smashed, but I imagine they wouldn't have sold those. I imagine no, they probably would. They probably um, picked up the packages that weren't um, shred open or ripped open, whatever, um, repurposed them as the, um, you know, you can get the, uh, the broken biscuit bags. Hmm. Maybe. But I feel like I did just been like, <laughs> yoink, <laughs> I'll take some of these biscuits that are open. It's like, just oh, go, down, go down there with a thermos with, um, with some tea bags. Yeah, that's all right. Mm-hmm. But oh. well, yeah, that's uh, a great loss to the uh, the biscuit community there. Yeah. I I'm like damn it. At least it wasn't rich tea biscuits. If it were rich tea biscuits, I'd have been pissed. But bourbon biscuits. Everyone loves bourbon biscuits. They're great. Yep, I don't mind bourbon biscuits, but I prefer chalky dark jesters though. Uh huh. Custard creams. And Star likes custard creams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my reaction. <laughs> They're not the best. They're strawberry related, yeah. Well, since I don't dunk strawberries in my tea. Yeah. No, related. Strawberry biscuits. Mm-hmm. You don't put those together. <clears throat> no. Being and doing. Well, being and are bloody weird. Yeah, but you don't dunk them in your tea either. That's fucking weird if you do. Hmm. Each to their own. <laughs> I mean, digestive, chalky digestives, cookies maybe. But Dark and it, or milk, though. And, and then again, bourbon biscuits at a push. Dog? What? Milk or dark digesters for tea? It's got to be milk. With milk chocolate. It has to be milk chocolate. I mean, I like my dark chocolate, but I'm not dunking in my tea, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, running on to the next one. I believe this is also mine. Yep, so, the, uh, hey, you know how we seem to have this regular OnlyFans <laughs> kind of thing going now? It's, oh, it's been getting weird. We've what we said. We've had we've had breast milk. Yeah. We've had bites. Yep. We've had. Uh, well, Belvedere bath water back in the day. Yeah, we've had bath water. We've uh, had... had giantism. Yeah. And and then this one, which uh, so from the Mirror.co.uk, it's uh, I used to work in MS uh, Marks and Spencers. Now I've earned. 50 grand 
eating Percy pigs in the nude. <clears throat> so, Orla Melissa, 20, was working shifts at her local M&S and munching on her favourite snack, Percy pigs, when she decided on a change of career, and she's already had some inspiration on how to get started. The 20-year-old, who used to work as cashier in Marks and Spencers, is now raking in the cash, eating Percy pigs on camera in the nude. Uh, Orla Melissa decided to leave her supermarket role for a job that would bring a little bit more cash and set her sights on selling steamy content on the uh, adult streaming platform. Oh, fan view, not only fans. Okay. Still, yeah, I think it's like same shit, different name. Yeah. <clears throat> her, her risk seems to have paid off since the start of the year. She's had a staggering £50,000 from Percy Pig content alone. Since switching careers, or all her. Say she has no regrets and absolutely loves her new job. She said, like a job. <laughs> yeah. "She says uh, it's been so empowering becoming my own boss and choosing what hours I work." <clears throat> While Orla was getting to grips with her new career, friend pointed out a half-eaten bag of Percy pigs in her car, which gave us her the inspiration for the new niche content. Uh, she decided to send a few cheeky photos of herself eating her favourite gummy sweets to some subscribers who were surprised when they learned they absolutely loved her Percy Pig content and wanted more. They can't get enough of them, she says. A Percy Pig fetish group devoted uh, developed through my subscribers. She I, don't think, I don't think they're subscribed because you're you fucking Percy Pigs. I think they're subscribed because you're getting your, ju your jugs out. I mean, she doesn't seem the most well-endowed woman, but she's not also the ugliest woman I've ever seen. And she probably does look good very naked. And eating Percy Pigs as well. Well, you know. It's probably the way she's eating them that's... Uh, Not provocative kind of yes, thing. Yes, that's probably making that one. She joked it's only a matter of time before fans start asking her to make uh, Colin the Caterpillar oh, uh, content as well. All I reckon the best sweets in the Percy Pig family are the Fizzy Pigtails. But she... Also added, no one has asked her to eat the vegan versions on camera yet. While she's always been a big fan of the sweets and thinks requests are hilarious, she's conscious of not eating too many of the treats. Eating requests are great because I love Percy's, but I don't want to lose my figure either, she said. Uh, although some some might turn their noses up at all this job. She, <laughs> a fucking pun. She says her loved ones uh, don't have an issue. Now, she makes her money and are really supportive. She said, they always knew I wasn't going to stick it in M&S, but I'm glad, glad, happy that I weren't there as it's where the inspiration uh, came from for the Percy Pig content. It's much easier for me to treat me and my friends and family thanks to financial security I now have as an adult creator on FanView. And then uh, fucking some of these uh, com <laughs> comments... Uh, WD40 commented with Her Majesty's Revenues and Customs will be pleased to hear your news. Um, Shells51 said the things people do to get attention. It's very true. And then Dr. Scandal, if she's happy and not hurting anyone, who cares? But hey, once again, we've had to dip our toes into the... The weirdness. The weirdness that is adult content-based uh, stuff. We, I want to call it the OnlyFans thing, but this isn't OnlyFans. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a bit 
weird. But hey, there we go. Um, so <laughs> moving away from our uh, regularly scheduled adult content, what the fuck corner to something else. So since the last podcast, we have had um, Mother's Day over here in the UK. Yeah, it always fucks me over that when I see it's like Mother's Day is coming up soon, like on an American podcast, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure we've already done this. Have we already done this? Google's when Mother's Day in the UK is. Because for some reason, it's two different fucking dates, even though I'm pretty sure it should be one. But eh. Yeah, I think um, Mother's Day in America is May time, I think. Yeah, it, it doesn't make much sense. You'd have thought a worldwide holiday like that would have been the same all the way around the world, but apparently not. Okay, so that was working Mother's Day, and... Between us opening up at uh, 12 until probably early-ish evening, we have basically had no tables whatsoever. It was literally, you come in, Fully you, get a, you get like a two-hour window to order, sit down, eat your food and get out, basically. Because we had, to, we had little to no turnaround time for the next table. <laughs> eat up and fuck off. Essentially. So, <laughs> in, the, in the middle of the... Uh, rush hour, we had about one, maybe two tables left, which are reserved. Okay, but ten walk in. You got a table of Mother's Day. I'm like, no. So oh, can't we put these two tables together? No, because they're coming in about twenty minutes. Oh, you tried ever get a table of Mother's Day? We can't know. We can't get anywhere. Well, well, well why didn't I fucking book then? I just you think on Mother's Day, especially you know the busier days, you know, book a fucking table. Yeah, you just well. This the thing is, you get a lot of desperate last minute people who didn't think that far ahead and evidence of yeah he even goes in and said oh, we tried booking online but we couldn't get a booking for it if we thought we would risk it I said if you try booking online if we have no spaces our online booking system shuts off does it? yeah it does <laughs> if it's, it's not going to take your fucking booking if there's no booking places is it mate? I was like, oh, when do you think you have a table for? I said, well, given the fact that we completely booked up until at least 6 o'clock, you're probably looking at about 7.30. Oh, I can't wait that long. I said, well, that's the best I can do, fella. I don't know, like, tomorrow. This, this is about, about, <laughs> two, yeah, about 2 o'clock. So I can't wait for five hours. I said, well, you're going to have to try somewhere else because I do not have any space card, unfortunately. Unless I get a sudden cancellation from someone, it's not happening. He's like, if I would go elsewhere then, I'm like, okay. Bye-bye. I love how they carry you for that, and it's like, hang on a minute. I'm not the dumb fuck that didn't do anything for Mother's Day or decided not to do, like, pre-book oh. anywhere if I was. So that's 100% them, and fuck them. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, why? Why Why should you feel guilty by it? Oh, I'm sorry, let me just go and take some barrels from out the back or fashion a table for you. Yeah, we'll be able to two by four on some um, store. Check it out. Yeah. Oh no, that's stupid. I mean, for us, we don't do food anymore. Um, so we didn't get any bookings or people trying to book. So that was all right. And and it was just people walking in, having a nice drink, and chilling out and buggering off again. So it was okay. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good enough day. Just you know, the dickheads going in, just trying to get a table on Mother's Day without booking. 
Yeah, it's like uh, with others, we're just like. Pfft. I mean, if it was if it was a three, maybe a four table max, we may have slipped him in to said, "Look, we've got a table here at four o'clock. It's two o'clock. You have two hours. You have to leave in two hours." Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was um, almost a table at ten, trying to walk in, I'm like, "Yeah, no, I've got no space." Well, yeah. Even the boss was kind of surprised by that because she was the one. Um, she's the one I told her about. Told her about it. She's like, "Are you kidding?" Like, no, we literally just had someone walk in for a table of ten mm. on Mother's Day, unbooked. So, as we do encourage at my place, um, if you're on a table of six or more, we encourage you to do a pre-order. Yeah. The, the night before, or as at your earliest convenience. That way, we know what you're having. We can get it out ready for your arrival and get you a nice, efficient, timely service. Rather than you coming in and ordering things we don't have. It's just... Just book, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it saves us a headache and it saves you look like a complete utter moron. Yeah, yeah. Ah, nice. Yes. Mm. Oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Next one. Um, Yondu ain't coming back. Right, so... It's a bit of a spoiler for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, uh, what you call it? it's a, no surprise that Yondu dies at the end. They have a big heartwarming uh, thing where they, uh, where they, they just, like, send him off, and it's really heartwarming mm-hmm. and really like cool. And people keep asking James Gunn uh, if they're going to bring Yondu back. Uh, and as I say that, Bob and Jazzy both. <laughs> Jazzy... Why, why you got to call me out like that? Oh, because you've been quiet for a bit. And Bob's here. Well, in. yeah, I have to do work stuff. Well, well Bob's here now. Hi, Bob. Hi. Bob. Say, hey, Bob. I'll point out that Bob's not going to be here all the podcast. She's not very well at the moment. So it's amazing that she's turned up. So thank you in advance. Indeed. Uh, we're just talking about how Yondu from uh, Guardians is not going to be in the next film because he's dead dead. It's not fair. I know. But, I like uh, the tweet from uh, James Gunn himself, he says, as far uh, as I've said many times before, as long as I'm part of the Guardians, Yondu is dead. 100% forever. No magic resurrections. Any other way would be belittling his sacrifice and what his story means to so many people. Which I agree with. It's like the way he died actually uh, benefited the Guardians because it brought them stronger and more fiercely together. And it worked. It really did work. I the second Guardians of the Galaxy. I've seen the first one, not the second one. Uh, the second one is where you find out his dad's a, a living planet called Ego. Okay. And it's Kurt Russell as well that plays the the planet. Yeah, second one's good. You should watch it. It is very good. I think it's probably on Netflix or something like that. Or it's definitely um, on Disney. I don't have. I don't have Netflix. It's definitely on Disney Plus. I'm just gonna say, if you know somebody who does, because just use theirs. It's fine. Yeah. I use stars. It's definitely on Disney Plus. I know that. I don't know about Netflix. I, I don't really have Netflix anymore. I borrow a friend's account occasionally for things. Like when I need my Gilmore Girls fix, so. Oh my god, I love Gilmore Girls. Yes. I, no. Yeah. I, love I don't 
But um, yeah, so it's one of those things. He his sac. And we're not going to go into really how he how he died, but it was very, <clears throat> very yeah, That's very beautiful and very fun. well done. Um, I don't know, a lot of body to that one. And to be honest, I never expected him to come back. I expected him to be done, done, like James Gunn said. <laughs> because it's one of those sacrifices. Like, well, if you brought him back now. It wouldn't have made any sense. <clears throat> so, yeah. With the whole, with the whole, um, my death was greatly exaggerated kind of thing. Oh yeah. no, you mean you 100% see him die? So it's not just a. Oh. No, you 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 see the body. You yes. know he's dead. He's he's dead, dead. 100%. You watch him die. Um, and, but the way it's done is so good, and the funeral is so good, so it makes more sense for it to be. A permanent one, kind of like how Tony Stark has to be a permanent one, uh, because of Endgame. But yeah. interestingly enough, Black Widows doesn't have to be permanent, especially with the What If series that came out on uh, Disney Plus last year, because they're now saying that she could return, but it's not the same uh, Natasha Romanoff. It's yeah. a, a multiverse uh, variant. I could return so that'd be cool because I think they're trying to mm. work it out that the zombie survivor uh, Black Sorry. Widow I heard a loud crash and I had to leave because <laughs> that was not a good sound I, yeah I heard something in the background yeah. <clears throat> but yeah it, it sounds like they, they, cause they did kind of push the zombie survivor Black Widow into a different universe at the end of the What If series so it makes sense that maybe she could traverse this them because i know they're bringing the x-men back they're bringing deadpool in to the, the mcu so why can't they just bring her back so i don't know but anyway uh speaking <clears throat> of like people going and dying and stuff two two very important people to the british people one and to Everyone who likes rock music uh, in the last 20 years or so, well, longer actually, um, have, have passed. So, uh, drummer of Foo Fighters, uh, Taylor Hawkins, he died uh, like a couple of days, a couple of, oh, yeah, last week. Like, yeah, last week. Yeah. Uh, apparently, <laughs> they they not really pushed into exactly what happened to him but he was uh found deceased in a hotel room um mm -hmm. and it's crazy because like foo fighters was such a good band they've mm -hmm. done some really fucking good music and uh without him drumming it's not gonna feel the same because mm. he he was him and dave Grohl were like the the, the glue of that band yeah i think all... i think people forget that dave Grohl was originally a drummer. Yeah, he was the drummer. And then Nirvana, he was so. a Foo Fighters singer. But he, he, he's a drummer. He's what he lived for, essentially. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, and then um, the next one, which only really is one of those things that uh, American people won't understand who the hell this is. But anyone who... Um, is what you call it, 
is a fan of EastEnders. Um, Even people that aren't fans of EastEnders know who she is. Though, exactly. To be fair. Yeah. So June Brown, who played Dot Cotton, uh, the chain smoking, uh, hard done to. Yeah, I'm uh, pub. No, no, no well, Laundry. Yeah, Laundry. She had like uh, a serial killer son. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, and it was just like, yeah, she, she, um, she's died. Hmm. And also, um, Tom. I was getting confused with um, Peggy Mitchell. Whoops. Yeah, Peggy Mitchell. Mitchell. Just seen it. Just seen it. Just seen it. Is yeah. Tom from the Wanted. He died last week as well. Oh, he was the the one of the members that had brain tumor, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, his his days were numbered, but he went and did as much as he could to make his yeah. uh family and good causes like better off. I think they I think they did the entirety of the last two tours, uh, that happened. That was literally all that money went to charity and his family. Yeah. Even the guys in the band apparently took no money from the tickets. So, um, yeah. Um, unfortunate, like, couple of weeks that we've lost three uh, people that um, have meant a lot to different people around the world mm. again. But, you know, it is what it is, unfortunately. Uh, we're probably going to talk about more people that we care about in uh, films and acting and stuff like that. Also, I'd just like to put out there, uh, Will Smith fucked up good. <laughs> Honestly, I think it was just a publicity stunt. I, I'm mm, the same thing. Not, not with everything that's really. come out since. When I, when I watched it, I was like, that's not real. He didn't do that enough. So the thing is, Chris Rock. What? he went to punch him and slapped him instead. That's why his left hand comes up the way it does, because he was going to fucking just chin him. And instead of chinning him, he just brings that the right arm down and slaps him instead. It was um, a proper butt slap. Mm, oh, yeah. It's like worse than some of the girls in town. Um, yeah. Apparently, then people then were photoshopping a cheek pad on his face to say it was all scripted and stunted. But when you watch the actual show clips, the video, th this no, is nowhere to full, be seen. That's, that's full on contact. There's oh, no, yeah. um, there's, there's no, no padding or anything there on no his face. Cool, no. um, I think it's just because he was laughing at the joke until he turned and looked at his wife and yeah. she was like, uh -uh. Are you going to fucking say something? No, what we, the fuck? We don't, we don't talk about Jada. No, no. <laughs> Oh, you keep your you keep her fucking name out of your goddamn fucking mouth. Uh, so since then, he has been suspended or even quit the the acting guild that uh, they have yeah, in America. Yeah, he quit. He handed his membership in. Yeah, so technically, he can't actually act anymore because he's not part of a a registered organization. So his career at the moment is gone. There's also th uh, talks that Chris Rock actually might be suing uh, Will Smith because uh, it is assault. Well, what came out was saying that he wasn't going to. Hmm. Yeah, well, the LAP have basically said um, if, they, if you want to press charges, they'll 
um, restart the case, but he's uh, he's basically said he doesn't want to press any charges. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's okay. Right. That's not too bad then. And then also, um, they're on about now taking that Oscar for acting off him as well, because he honestly that would be stupid. Because there's yeah. a lot of people who done worse that still have theirs. A hundred percent. So he should honestly keep his. And if anybody says anything different, they can fight me. I, I think the the problem is though, it was such a public display that he yeah, did. Yeah, but there was a lot of other ones that were also public displays, and they still have their Oscars. Mm. Yeah. But so they shouldn't take his away. Yeah. But this is one of those things where it's going to keep popping up and down in uh, the the thing. So we could probably update this. Uh, and I know it's not actually on the podcast topics, but um, it was the slap that was seen around the world. And you've you got to expect that to be talked about every now and again. Um, maybe we'll find out the like the full legitimacy of it eventually but the fact that chris rock's not going oh it was a joke and there's no thing about it and the fact that will smith quit his career pretty much because of it kind of shows you that this was all legit and that was him just not thinking and paying the price for it because at the end of the day it was a joke it was a bad joke yes and it could have been um a better one there could have been a lot better jokes he could have made but you know, he hit a nerve, and then Will Smith, being the doting husband, when you don't fuck with my wife. The only thing I gotta say, don't joke about someone's health. That's yeah. the only thing. That's the lowest hanging fruit. But the memes that have come out of it, though. <laughs> oh, the memes. Been posted one earlier, which was pretty fucking banging. It's probably the best one I've seen so far. Did you? Yes, that's the best one I've seen so far. No, no, the Impractical Jokers one I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. It's just like, right, now go up and slap him. And it just got them, like, reacting to Will Smith smacking the fuck out of him. So, oh, uh, yeah, it was just, I don't know. I, I feel that... like... I mean, the one the one I found earlier was um, you've got Chris Rock doing a, um, a saxophone solo and you've got Will holding a, I think that's a cello. Yeah. Oh, that one. Or was it a base? <clears throat> but then uh, there's also the one where it's got the Avengers Endgame thing, and it's like, uh, Doctor Strange, I think you'll find our will is equal to yours. And then and just Will Smith back comes back. out and bitch slaps Thanos. So, I mean, there's there's some real memes and content come from that, which, yeah, it kind of does play down the, the seriousness of it. But if you can't laugh at something eventually... When do you laugh at it? Never. Yeah. But uh, moving on, we're going into the, the technology and games bit. So, last podcast, <clears throat> Dolph managed to find up a rumour about the the RTX 3090 Ti. And apparently it was going to be water-cooled and about £4,000 or $4,000. Um... I need to find the the link for this. Oh, I haven't found the link. Um, it should be too should be too far up. Yeah. So I actually got an email saying, "Hey, meet the new generation of GeForce cards," and this one is the RTX 3090, 24 gigabytes of DDR6 RAM, uh, overclocked edition. 
triple cooling fan so there's no mention by the way on the website of any uh water cooled versions these are all fan cooled versions uh and this one is 1943 dollars uh, pounds even which you'll work out about just over two grand so still quite a fucking price on a brand new card Ooh. but nowhere near this four grand that we'd initially found and that was rumored to be a thing so not kind of uh, a, a retraction but a, a correction on last time's podcast that we've since found out the actual pricing of it and people were fear-mongering apparently though graphics card prices are starting to fall now so that's oh. good for upgrades what i'm <laughs> still waiting on mine from christmas last year yeah i still need I'm to still get you love. that bloody microphone by the way i know if i if i'd have finished at the vic before half 12 last week i would have come i would have told you to bring it in but yeah oh by the way we are hiring by the way if you want to work with us <laughs> yeah i'm only an irregular i'm an irregular helper yeah i'm not a permanent fixture oh it'd be nice to work with you again bob well I've, i said to matt if you ever need a hand just let me know and if i'm free i'll come and help he's, he's probably not remembered that he'd have to nudge him yeah probably not yeah well um yeah so th- two two and a half thousand pounds or two two thousand dollars ish uh it's not too bad still quite a lot but nowhere near the four grand that they quoted on the leaks so i don't know where that piece of information came from but i feel it was heavily um tarted up to provoke oh, reactions or speculate how much it would be yeah but that was also for a water cooled edition so maybe the water cooled edition is that expensive but they're not releasing them yet. So it says RTX 30 TIOC is obviously like um overclocked. Overclock? Yeah. Yeah. So that's usually the because TI usually means it's an overclocked card. Mm. So it's as much performance as they can squeeze out of that base card, which is usually why they have like overcompensated fans to cool it still. But um, hopefully, eventually, I'll get an RTX card of my own. I kind of want like a a twenty series one, but they're still like four hundred pounds, and I don't have four hundred pounds. It's a fair, still a fair chunk of change. Oh, exactly, yeah. But it'd be lovely to have one, or even if I went up like, because that's like the base of the RTX cards. Uh, Because the next one up that I'd get would be a six gig sixteen sixty super, but that's not that much better than the one i've got in now so <clears throat> it really doesn't warrant a small jump but a quite a large jump this time which is having the money to do it because i've got like things on i'm socializing and going out and stuff so having money to do that is more important than spending it on my computer at the moment uh but yeah so speaking speaking of spending money on things, uh, PlayStation Plus has had a bit of a revamp, and um, so it's now come out. We're, we're looking at the blog.playstation.com, <clears throat> and um, it's now got I think like three tiers. Yeah, you got three tiers. You got the essential, um. 
essential plus and what's the fucking last one? Oh, plus extra and then uh, pr- plus premium. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, for your essential plus, your bog standard one, uh, gets the same benefit as original PlayStation Plus. So you get two monthly downloadable games. Exclusive de- uh, discounts, cloud storage on saved games, uh, online multiplayer access, and it's like it says there are no changes for that. So does just could you interject? Does can you get cloud save on Xbox without gold subscription? I actually think think you can. I think because OneDrive is free to a certain limit. I think cloud yeah, I think saves five, and three up to five gig. Yeah, I think Cloud Saves and Syncs might be the same as well. Right, let me have a quick... Uh, I'll wait for it while I, I carry on. Uh, so the plus extra feels like I'm talking about animes here now. Um, as all the previous stuff, plus a catalogue of up to 400 uh, most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 oh, games, uh, including Blockbuster Hits, from our PlayStation Studios and third-party games. Uh, games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. Okay, uh, quick. Uh, Microsoft um, they make Cloud says free to use an Xbox console oh. and they have an active Xbox Live membership. And this was back in October. So, yeah, you have to be on for, 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 to get that then. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think that's the same with the Switch. So, well. PlayStation and Cloud saving behind a paywall. Uh, yeah, but, but that's but that is also in the bug standard edition. Yeah, but I say I just like I said I just checked and even if you didn't have Xbox Live Gold, you can still get cloud saves. Oh, if you don't have Xbox Live Gold, you can yeah. still cloud save. Oh, that's yeah, alright yeah. then. That's... You can you can access cloud saving without the need for a gold subscription. Well, that's why uh, Xbox is now saying power your dreams and not uh, for the players. I think it is players. their slogan. <clears throat> so the plus premium. Ultra HD fucking remix edition uh, <laughs> provides all the essential, all the the shit from the last two, and adds three hundred and forty uh, additional games, including PS3 games that are available via cloud streaming. So, uh, yeah. And then classic games from PS2 and PSP generations and PlayStation available to download or stream. Um. Uh, and that depends also on the market for cloud streaming where they can be done, but it's only where PlayStation Now is available. So what it's, I see that they're doing here is they are sliding PlayStation Now into their bog standard, like Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate, uh, and Xbox Live Gold. But some people have, have said as well, hmm... They're, they're only streaming PS3 games? That's a bit shit. But then they're yeah, also... You can only really do backwards compatible on the PS3, I think. So the PS2 games can be back compatible on the PlayStation 3, but you won't be able to do the PS3 or the PS5 unless it's actually streamed. Mm. Well, and the, given the... that not everyone has decent internet. Exactly. It's, it's still kind of like, a, hmm, is this worth it? But okay, so the, the thing I need to point out on this is... Um, the PlayStation 3 had this weird uh, processor called the Cell Engine. Yeah. And I think they also onboarded a PS2 chip on some of the earlier PS3s. 
so they could play PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 games. That's why the PS3 was backwards compatible in the first generation uh, of them. Because they had this extra emulator chip, which was basically putting a PS2 on the board as well. Um, now, the PS5 obviously doesn't have this cell engine in the, the thing. And no. apparently it's going to take them a couple of years to work out how to work this out. Oh, um, so they've got a beta right now. <laughs> yeah. Running Drake for listeners. Oh, yes. But it sounds like what they're going to do eventually is um, say, hey, if because apparently it will not, categorically will not work on PlayStation 4. They cannot emulate on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 3. So it has to be streamed on there. But for PlayStation 5, maybe they could um, emulate a PlayStation 3 on there. So the speculation going around the rumor mill is eventually in a couple of years' time, uh, they'll be like, hey, uh, this emulator now works. You can download games and play them on your PlayStation Five. Yeah, but... if if I, if I remember correctly, uh, while the PlayStation 3's sale process was a marvel of the time, that was a marvel at the time, it because of its unique specifications, it made it kind of unfavorable for developers. It was notoriously hard to work with. Yes. Yes, but uh, because the Microsoft 3, Xbox 360 used a IBM Triple Core, I think a Triple Core Xenon, I think. Mm. It was easy to work with because it well, was more in line with how the PC was. So it was easy to port from PC to Xbox than it was to go from PC to PlayStation. Yeah, that's why most consoles these days are basically PCs in a box that have been tailored to work and be optimized. Sony, unfortunately, they're more uh, console architecture. That's why yeah. Microsoft is uh, more likely to get ports because it's more closely into a PC architecture. Exactly, yeah. So, um, so that's like hmm, on that. I don't, I don't know. It sounds like it could be a, a good thing, but then I don't know. Maybe, possibly. Uh, it. I don't know. It, it it depends on the whole like the the PS3 thing. If you're willing to pay, I think it's like fourteen pounds a month, which is about the same as PlayStation. Uh, sorry, Xbox Live Ultimate. <clears throat> But, oh, oh, Game Pass on there even. Um, but the fact that you don't get the choice of downloading the games, you have to stream the PlayStation games. Whereas with all the Xbox games, they are download and they run off the console. Off the and Xbox can, One you, and, and the series can, um, You can xCloud them if you want to as well. Yes, you can also stream them if you want to. Um, I mean, I... Showed Star the other day. I literally just, I turned my mobile on, told her to sit there, hold that, and watch this. I was um, playing Skyrim while she was watching it on my phone. Yeah. But um, she... I think the only problem is that I found particularly uh, is it can be a bit janky. Yeah, it depends on your depends on your Wi-Fi though, because my Wi-Fi, although it's better than what it was, it's still a bit shit. Mm. Oh, I've got good internet, but my apparently my Wi-Fi is pretty bit shite too. So it's like okay. So that's the thing. Until a more reliable and uh, affordable and stable streaming, um, well, internet for streaming comes out, you are going to be. It depends on your area. Depends on where you are. Depends what server you run to. What bloody service provider you have. What router you've got. 
until it becomes more standardized, it's going to be very up and down. So, yes, that... I, still can't, I can't believe that in this day and age that there's still people who are on less than 20 meg down. I'm still surprised by that, given the technology advance we have now. Oh, exactly. You know, it's a case of they've got the they've got the they've got the funds, they've got the money, they've got the technical know-how <laughs> to upgrade all the lines, but they just choose not to. Yeah, well, money, SpongeBob, money. Money, SpongeBob. Speaking of money, SpongeBob. So Rockstar, uh, I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but so they went, hey, so we've just released uh, the Xbox series and uh, PlayStation 5 versions of GTA 5. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to add this thing called PlayStation Plus, where you spend like an extra six pounds or something like that a month. And they will give you. I've put the. GTA Plus, but yeah. Yeah, GTA Plus. Uh, I know you. It's $5.99 a month. So it'll still be about £5.99 because fuck conversion on the change rates. £5, £6, give or take. Yeah. So these monthly benefits you'll get. You get five hundred thousand GTA dollars, so already this is pay to win. Uh, but you can make that five hundred thousand pretty easily. Oh yeah, you could do either. So you're basically paying six dollars a month for money you can probably make in about an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get free car from the house special workshop and uh, upgrades for it's made available to general public. Um, you can get an auto shop if you haven't got an auto shop, but you can also relocate that auto shop for no extra. Yeah, but I think pretty much everyone who plays GTA now has actually has an auto shop, so that's pointless. Yep. Uh, waived Los Santos car meet membership fees, but you'll pay to say nothing anyway. Yep. Um, car members with the GTA Plus will be reversed the fifty thousand during the event period. So fifty k, like I said, is hardly anything, really. Yep. Uh, yacht owners can get the the swanky yacht for no additional cost. Again, that's not really decent. Uh huh. A gusset frog T-shirt and broker prolapse basketball top and shorts already uh, in your wardrobe. Cosmetics, blah. Yep. Um. So libraries for the mammoth Avenger, uh, heavy APC. And the Kanjali. So, so small skins. Paint skins, yeah. Uh, selection of free paints and emblems for the auto shop. More colours and paints. No, thank you. Yep. Uh, three times GTA dollars and RP on Howe's Special Works Race series. They do that routinely anyway, so... Yep. Uh, two times... So if they, they, they do that routinely, would they then get six times then, if you got the membership? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, yeah. Uh, two two times rep on the uh, Race Street series. But who does Race Street series anyway? Mm-hmm. Every month, GTA Plus will deliver a new set of exclusive rewards on members to claim. Just go to Legendary Motorsports, House Special Works, Maze Bank Foreclosures, Doc Tees, and other stores found in GTA Online web browser to obtain and enjoy each period of membership uh, benefits before they expire. And all GTA oh, benefits hey. are provided. So, fear of missing out, FO, MO. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, are provided in addition to our regular GTA Online events, which will continue as normal for all players. GTA Plus can also take advantage of special uh, GTA Plus shortcuts that provide bonus cash from PlayStation Store or Microsoft Store. 
I'm okay. So, yeah, it's like, hey, you know Twitch Prime gives Me you so much money a month free? Yeah, of just having Prime subscriptions, yeah. Yep, and this one is, hey, we're going to give you this, but you pay for it. But I don't, I don't get it because they recently launched GTA Five yet a fucking again on consoles. Yep. And they've put the online mode behind the paywall. You now you have to buy the fucking thing, and now they put an additional subscription cost. Well, the paywall is only there if you buy GTA Online separately. If you buy the campaign, you get the uh, online as well. Yeah, but I don't see why I should have to play the fucking play the same game for the first fucking time. Mm. Well, if you're on PlayStation for the first few months, it's free. The GTA Online think... part of it. There's no favoritism. Oh, that, that's uh, money, SpongeBob. We got money. That's favoritism. <clears throat> favoritism, SpongeBob. <laughs> I feel like the podcast title should just be money, SpongeBob, money. <laughs> Already, I've got that feeling. That's what it should be called. Uh, you know, given Rockstar's track record in the last five, six years, well, say ten years, sorry, I'm, I've kind of lost faith in them. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, mean, I understand the backlash. I understand uh, why people are so. Play, PlayStation Two had uh, three games from Rockstar, three GTA's, and so far GTA Five has three consoles. Yep. Well, if you think about it, uh, the Xbox line of consoles had Vice City. Uh, GTA 3 San Andreas 360 had 4 Xbox One had 5 uh, GTA oh Xbox 360 had 5 and Series Console had 5 I mean if you if you include going back to the 360 you also the um well, little mini like um, Gallada Bay Tony and Gay Tony and uh, well, were, and um, all that stuff you're talking maybe 6 or 7 games on the PlayStation they were DLC too. though they weren't standalone yeah, they were released standalone later on, but at the time they were DLC to GTA Four. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you remember when they the, did DLC for the main game campaigns? One console to one game on three consoles? That's just stupid. Mm, well, like I said, money, SpongeBob, money. It's just the worst thing about this is there's going to be people out there who will buy into this. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, people will. Which is why this shit happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As long as they get a somewhat respectable amount of buyers, they'll keep fucking doing it. <laughs> they stop this bullshit from happening. It's just talk to your wallet and say, no, fuck this. This is You've just gone too far. Mm, exactly. And, and that's the problem, is that whatever there's people paying into it, whatever they see money, it's not going to go away. And... Instead of releasing the enhanced and expanded edition for the Series S and X and PS5, they could have fucking done GTA 6 by now. Yeah, well, the problem is but, as well. But the GTA 5 online is their fucking cash cow, you know. It's like, they're going to keep milking it, milking it, milking it, milking it, so it's, you can't do anything else. And they say, okay, no money at this. So shut the servers, and they'll do a GTA 6 online where you start all over fucking again. Well, I hope they don't. People will just they... fucking laugh it and, and, and lap it up. Yeah. Uh, GTA 6 is in development is confirmed that it's in development so it will be here by 2025 hopefully 26 maybe and then uh, we might have um might have an alien invasion by the time that happens with her well you never know <clears throat> so hey speaking of a series franchise that hasn't 
had a new game out in ages. Um, so there was a state of Unreal uh, thing came out where there were people they were, they were announcing all these different games that were coming out on Unreal Five Engine, and mm-hmm. Crystal Dynamics went, "Hey, uh, new Tomb Raider game, wink, wink." Ooh. So oh, I'm we, guessing it, I'm guessing it's set after the um, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm guessing. Well, this says this will be the first new mainline Tomb Raider since Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which came out in 2018. Uh, Crystal Dynamics is best known in recent years for rebooting the Tomb Raider series, uh, showing us a fresh look at Lara Croft's original uh, origins in a grittier setting. In recent years, uh, they also did uh, Marvel's Avengers, uh, and they're working on uh, Microsoft's initiative studio on a reboot of Perfect Dark. They did say that they are trying to unify the storylines between the reboot games and the original series of games. So does so, that mean we have we to see the butler for number two? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Could we lock him in the freezer again? Maybe. Mm-hmm. We, we all fucking done that, don't lie. Yeah. We all did it. Well, they said we they're, all... they're going to unify the storylines where Lara Croft is more of a seasoned explorer. We're talking Christopher Columbus kind of explorer, or um... well, you know, like original Tomb Raider kind of shit. She went all over the world, just wrecking things and destroying things. All she, right. she was like Nathan Drake before Nathan Drake came out and decided he was going to wreck shit in the form of looking for stuff. Oh sure. Like I, I've played. Oh, sorry, Bob, you were going to weigh in. No, no, I just said ow because I banged my foot. Oh. I'm listening. I'm but, um. I've played a little bit of an Uncharted game and it's literally just like, here, we're going to go and search for this treasure and all this lovely uh, architecture and that is just going to get destroyed. And to be honest, Tomb Raider is the same. It's like, look at this Aztec temple. Oh dear, we set off the self-destruction system. Run away. Oh well. Everything's fucking falling apart. <clears throat> so... I doubt um, those defense mechanisms. I still need to play Shadow of the Tomb Raider through again. I've tried to play it three times. The first time, I think, if I remember rightly, I had someone who was muted in the background of my Xbox Live party while I was playing it, and it just put me off, so I didn't enjoy it. Second time, I forgot to record the audio. So this time when I play it, uh, hopefully I'll remember to do all that. (laughs) So... And I'll, I'll not have any problems because I'll I'll literally just not sit in a party with anyone. I'll just play it through with no party, no chat, no subscription thing or anything popping up. No, just, no distractions anywhere. Yeah, and just play it like old school. Just watch those watch out those fucking chickens. But, hmm. but uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I didn't like the original Tomb Raider games, but the reboot series is fucking great. Yeah, the reboots were really good. I enjoyed them. Hmm. And I just need to get my, my, my first Tomb Raider was the first Tomb Raider. I played Tomb Raider two. Uh, I've, I've, I've played Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider two, Tomb Raider three. Uh, I played Angel of Darkness. I think that was one. Yeah, that was for the uh, original Xbox. Yeah, three sixty. Uh, I played uh, Something of Osiris. Staff of Osiris. Is on the three. It's on the 360, um, I think. Yeah. So, no, I isometric um, puzzle action game. Yeah. There's another, uh, there's another two, Tomb Raider I played that had um, QTEs in it. I can't remember what it was called, unfortunately. Uh, that was Tomb Raider, the reboot stuff. There's a lot of that in it. 
It wasn't. It wasn't one of the new ones. It was back on the 360. It might have been uh, Legend. That's it, Legend. Yeah, Two Major Legend. I played that one. Uh, anniversary, because it was anniversary. anniversary. I played Anniversary as well. Um, so I've played uh, the newer ones. Uh, the Birth of the Tomb Raider, the first one. Uh, there's Tomb Raider, Rise, and then Shadow is the last one of the this first set of three. I haven't played Rise. I haven't played um, Shadow. I, I played, played the first of the three. I first played the first of the trilogies on the new on the new generation. Mm, I haven't played Shadow all the way through. I played Rise on the 360, and uh, not Rise on the 360. Played Rise on the uh, Xbox One. Played Tomb Raider on both, and then Shadow. Uh, I played a bit of, but I got frustrated because of all the technical issues and other things that prevented me from enjoying it at the time. I, I forget which um, Tomb Raider it was, but it might have been. Angel of Darkness, he um, had to quote unquote do certain actions at a point where you'd actually had to progress further. So I think one of the first areas is you, you'd shimmy around a you'd shimmy around a edge to go into this room, then shimmy back, and then you'd be able to shimmy further along that edge because you feel stronger now. <laughs> what? But it was basically you couldn't progress. You could literally speed run it to a point because. You were limited in how long you could hold onto edges for. Oh, good, yeah, because you had like um, a grip meter. Yeah, you're kind of um, streamlined into following the story's path, so you couldn't really actually uh, speed run it. I've seen some ridiculous ones where, like, someone will literally speed run Tomb Raider three, like one level in twenty seconds, and it's like a, a twenty minute level. It's kind of those people who can do um, the whole entire portal in under ten minutes. Uh, apparently, there's people who've done it with no pause, which seems insane. Because how? <laughs> well, there's some people who can do a lot of the levels with just with two portals or less. Yeah, that's so weird. There is one I got really good at on the 360, which is um, you come out. I forget which chamber it is. Basically, you pop one on the floor as you run out, and then you pop another one on the ceiling as you're falling through, and you literally skip like 95 percent of the level. Literally, you, you go out, plop, plop, boom, you're by the elevator, go through. In literally, like, five seconds, it's done. Damn. <laughs> the amount of practice I did on that, if I can get that nailed down, was, un- was unreal. I had to literally up my sensitivity to get it spot on. So, but... we, we just found out what Dolph's career is, if he ever goes into streaming, he's going to be a speedrunner. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I fucking don't get the fucking patience of that. I'll, I rage. <clears throat> um, so, let's, let's move on to the next one, because we have rambled a bit again. Uh, yeah. This one is all you. Let me find the link. Uh, There's a YouTube uh, link, so. Okay, uh, well, I won't, go on the, I won't go on the link. I'll just see if I can find the uh, page. So, essentially, there's this uh, an NFT game called Axie Infinity, which basically has a shitload of um, NFTs, so non-fungible tokens. So, basically, artwork shit you pay for. Is it like it's unique artwork though? So like you get claims that artwork while ever the server posts. It's it's, it. it's basically it uses blockchain to reward players for the engagement of play and earn essentially. I hate that sort of shit. So essentially, uh, these hackers uh, hacked their blockchain and stole six hundred twenty million dollars worth of them NFTs. <laughs> the, the thing is. They, they've added worth to these things, but they are currently only worth as much as the company says they're worth. If they say, nah, they're not worth fuck all. 
then they're not worth out. Because at the end of the day, you're buying, in most times, a JPEG or a an image that is yours. Uh, and that's it. You own the rights to that while ever the server exists for these NFT things. So the, the currencies um, Axie Infinity used was Ethereum and USDC, which are two cryptocurrencies. And it's the second largest crypto um, hack to date. This is the the thing. This is going to eventually collapse. Cryptocurrency, I think, is because people are going to keep hacking it and keep making so off with money. The, uh, they basically announced that they realised the the network they used had been exploited to the tune of one hundred seventy thousand, hundred seventy three thousand Ethereum, and uh, around twenty five million dollars in USDC, which is the other cryptocurrency. The USDC is a, lack of a better word, is a so-called stable coin whose value is pegged to the US dollar, essentially. Right. Uh, last year, I think, was uh, anonymous hacker stole roughly six hundred million in cryptocurrency from uh, uh, the Poly Network, I think it was, which was a decentralized finance network and what was called the largest crypto heist in history. Although, Jibber's been here, the hacker actually gave later gave it back, which is surprising. Hmm. Well, I think it was one of those things, if he got found out, he'd get fucked into the ground for it. Yeah, but how cryptocurrency works, you can move it around to people to people, and then boom, it's harder to track, isn't it? Yeah, but the initial trace of, oh, this guy tracked it and took it from there, and then they get fucked until they give up the other people. Yeah, but then you could say... Then they have the after the previous hit. They could have someone else could have piggybacked off his um off his Wi-Fi or his um network hub. Yeah, but usually if they're that good at hacking, they would have secured the shit out of their hub. Exactly. So it's like that kind of doesn't stand up. Oh, they're dipping and they hide their traces. They can't be traced unless they want to brute force the um encryption. But um, yeah, we'll we'll move away from that. Just once again, online currency. Uh, weaknesses uh, exploited for the nothing more than a, hey this is a bad idea uh, we're not ready to do this yet don't do it um, but something that we are ready to do so there was a steam game called the Stanley Parable uh, that came out on the uh, on steam ages ago um, and also Bob has had to depart she's like I said she's not very well so <clears throat> She's she's bowed out while she can. Yeah. Uh, and I don't blame her. So get well, Bob. We'll talk to you soon. I'll message her in a bit, see how she's getting on. Um so yeah, Soundly Parable was like a walking simulator, but it was really well done. Um I've not played it, but I've seen things on. So So you, what'd you compare it to? Kind of a um Uh would you know how Bastion has that like voice over guy that will talk over the top of you all the time while you're doing things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that, but while you are doing things like if you decide to walk off a beaten path, but like, hey, hey, and the narrator will be like, hey, no, 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 come back here, you need to do this, and he'll try and guide you. And the more you disobey the narrator, the more pissed off and more they push uh, against you, sort of thing. And they can change oh, what you're doing. Sounds, yeah, I really like that game. Is it, is it on console? It's coming to console. 
Oh, sweet. That's what well, the announcement the... is. But there's nothing. Um, oh, yeah. There was also like... an achievement to not play the game for like three years or something. <laughs> yeah, on Steam. It's like you just buy it and never pick it up for three years. Ding, oh, ding, oh, ding, a win. Oh, that's that game. Yeah. I remember fucking reading a page about this a, while, a, a number of years back. There's an achievement. Like I said, there's an achievement for not playing for three years. Yep. Yeah, like you play it and then you don't play it for like three years or something and then you get that achievement. Um, there's a bunch of achievements that I love in that game. Uh, so it's coming out on the 27th of April on Xbox Series X, PS5, PS4, and Xbox One. That's the end of the month. Yeah. Dang. Hey. Oh, and Switch. Ideas on prices yet? Or? Uh, no idea without booting up my console and having a look. But... But I'm very excited about playing it. Is it um, um, co-op or is it just pretty much single player? Purely solo. single player. It's like That's right. It's like if you follow the story fully, I think it's like one ending. But then when you start deviating from what the narrator is talking to you about, and the more you deviate, you can get really different endings. <clears throat> I know there's one that's like where you're not playing. The narrator, the more the ending changes. Yeah, it's like uh, at one point he gets pissed off with you and makes you play Minecraft for a bit. <laughs> so it's like oh you don't want to play my game anymore well play this game instead and it's like just oh isn't this relaxing isn't this calm and he's got you playing minecraft and it's like oh isn't that good it's like all right okay and then he like puts you back on the story again it's like now you've done that are you ready to do this and if you don't then it it adds more different things like don't press this button press the button <laughs> sort of thing or it'll and, be like press the button and if you avoid it it'll spawn the button right in front of you yeah and it's like a British guy as well, so he just gets more and awesome. more infuriated with you as he's getting Plus, on. Yes? If you ever want to play, I can share my library with you. Ooh, well, I'm going to pick it up on the Xbox, I think, just because I want the achievements for it. That's fair. But, yeah. Because um, I think that would be the, the funniest thing, is to stream that on an Xbox. Because I imagine they'll have added and had to change some things. Uh, because Probably. of, like, it's just, it basically was a Steam mod to begin with. And then was greenlighted on Steam. Uh, so a lot of the things on there might not be licensed to go out on other platforms. So it'd be interesting to play that uh, on a different console completely. But it's just, it's, it's fucking funny though. Some of the things I've seen, um, like the game will make you play this one boring keep the baby away from fire game for three hours. And if you do it, you get an achievement for it in Steam or something like that. It, there's like so many different endings. I think there's like 28 different endings or something like that in this game. <clears throat> and they're all based around like you doing the right thing, not doing the right thing, almost doing the right thing, completely going off the reservation, basically giving the middle finger to the narrator and all sorts. So I'm extremely stoked it's coming to consoles because achievements, for one. Uh, and two, it might be on Game Pass. So if it is, I'll play it on there. If not, I'll buy it anyway because it'll be great. <laughs> So, uh, moving on to the next thing. Yeah, speaking of middle fingers. Oh, yeah. So, go on then. Let's, let's get this one. So this is from ArsTechnica.com. Um, Bungie have slammed YouTube's DMCA system and lawsuit against Destiny's takedown fraudsters. Ooh. And this is, this is serious and somewhat big news. Because, as it stands currently... Um, you can claim to be any. You can, you can you can claim to be as a defendant of, of say a company or whatever for issuing a DMC takedown, and YouTube go yeah okay that's fine, yeah. and they DMC a DMC a video. No background checks, 
no oh yeah we need a confirming our data there's nothing okay yeah cool you say you you say you are you say you're this person but okay get yeah, cool we'll take it down so uh bungie have slammed youtube's dmca or the digital millennium copyright act process in a lawsuit against 10 quote-unquote john doe defendants accused of sending fraudulent takedown notices against destiny 2 videos uh, the Doe defendants were able to do this because of a hole in the YouTube DMCA process security, which allows any person to claim to be representing any rights holder in the world for purposes of issuing a DMCA takedown. So, in other words, as far as YouTube is concerned, any person anywhere in the world can issue a takedown notice on behalf of any rights holder anywhere. So we could go and claim every bit of YouTube content saying we're part of YouTube and this violates our YouTube thing. Yep, essentially. But if they, if they do a um, counterclaim, then you... Well, I either have to follow it through or withdraw your claim. Yeah. Uh, a disgruntled infringer or a competitive content producer, for example, can issue take notices perpetually on behalf of Disney or Fox or Universal or even Google itself. All they need to do is fill out the video removal form, have a Google account, including upon information and belief, one would create the same date with fake information, and fill out the form and click verification, and boom, is done. By YouTube and its owner, I completely hashed that up. I'll start again. Well, do you know the, the uh, thing with this is, I'll point out as well, that if you argue with them that it's, it's not right and it was fair use, they will go to you to, to the creator people who put the claim in. And if you go, they can just go, no, it's not, it's mine. And then yep. Google will uh, still strike you uh, for your YouTube account. I mean, so, I've, I've known of um, some creators in the past have used uh, loyalty-free mu music in their videos and someone's claimed it as their own and YouTube's going, okay, yeah, you get a strike. Yeah, even though it's like, this is loyalty-free music. Like two or three seconds of, mu of video that they've actually said it's on their um, royalty-free music and they've gone, okay, no, they've said it's theirs, okay, so you get a strike. Hmm. So these uh, fraudulent notices were apparently sent in retaliation by Destiny 2 players who received a Bungie legitimate takedown request. Uh, the fraud has apparently targeted other YouTube creators who have received official Bungie takedown requests and then sent emails to the victims that claimed the official Bungie notices were also fraudulent. Can I just go back a sec? It says, while uh, YouTube and Google uh, were not named as defendants, oh, yeah. they feature heavily through the Bungie's complaint. Uh, the 10 Doe defendants have been, uh, haven't been identified yet because of the, quote, Byzantine procedural labyrinth Google is required for it would uh, address the fraud its users were committing, let alone identify who the frauds are, Bungie wrote. The fraudulent notice began on or around March 17th, so just after the last podcast. Mm -hmm. And they targeted Destiny YouTubers, including My Name is Bife and Aztecross, which are probably the two most prominent Destiny 2 content creators out there at 967,000 and 595,000 subscribers respectively. Even Bungie's official Destiny YouTube channel got served a fraudulent takedown and <laughs> noticed the lawsuit. So they even claimed Destiny, the, the official Destiny 2 YouTube channel was also breaking the DMCA. That's, with Destiny. That's got some balls doing that. Oh, it gets better. Um... Uh, the notices were sent from, quote, a fake Gmail address that was, upon information and belief, newly created, which did not match the addresses used by Bungie's brand protection vendor for legitimate DMCA notices. Thanks to YouTube's easily gamed reporting system, the attack was a success, and videos were removed, and YouTube is given copyright strikes that, under YouTube rules, threaten the future viability of their channels. 
on the basis of the fraudulent takedown notices, Bungie wrote. Yep. So Afterward, it, it, you know, well, if you get a strike, you cannot upload any videos for like two weeks. Which yeah, and you, if and you can't, is it also you don't get any monetization for your videos for a week or so, isn't it? Uh, I, think. I think so. But it's like literally, you cannot make money for a full week while they do you on this. And it's like the next one is like a month. And then the third one is like, okay, we'll just take it completely down. Everything's gone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, this is fuck you as fuck. And people doing this are. It's, it's legitimately like a, a thing where it's not great. It shouldn't be done. And why? Basically. It's essentially identity theft at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, moving on. Afterward, the Destiny community was bewildered and upset, believing that Bungie had reneged on their promise to allow players to build their own streaming communities on YouTube channels on Destiny 2 content. Destiny community members were also misled to believe that Bungie's brand protection agent was also fraudulent, causing confusion amongst users as to the authenticity of the legitimate DMC notices. Bungie said his attempt to solve the problem was complicated by the fact that while YouTube has a form that allows anyone to claim to represent a copyright holder and issue copyright strikes, it has no dedicated mechanism for copyright holders who are being impersonated to let YouTube know that about the DMCA fraud. So yeah, essentially, the whole entire DMCA thing on YouTube needs a massive fucking overhaul. It needs to be manually bloody, you know, um, researched into. Well, I mean, they because it's mainly... Because I think there's more... Videos uploaded that you could then you can watch in a year in the seconds I've taken to say it. Yeah, but if you if you only get in on all these, I don't think of all the videos being uploaded will also have everything with DMCA though, would they? I would have thought. No, but I mean, it, but they they're constantly just letting the bots do the job because they don't have to employ people to look at it then. Yeah, but if the if the video gets flagged for DMCA, then it should. Just... Dual stay active, and then once it's been confirmed that it's a breach of DMCA, then it gets taken down. That's so what should be happening, but it's not. What they usually do is they demonetize it straight away, and the person who files for it gets the monetization in that time period. And then if it's um, turned turn out to be false, then they basically flip it back, but they don't give them the monetization back. Which is the problem because so the there's been so there's been so many false DMCA claims on YouTube, let alone the last two three years. Yeah, well they always say and the first people, forty-eight hours is where you make the people are putting these false DMCA claims. I'm not getting any repercussions for it. Nope. Which is what needs to change. So uh, do you want to carry on? When contacted by Ars, Ars Technica, a YouTube spokesperson said, We take abuse of our copyrights and takedown process very seriously and terminate tens of thousands of accounts every year for violating our policies, which prevents submitting false information in a takedown request. We'll continue our work to prevent abuse of our systems and we're committed to make, taking appropriate action against those who knowingly misuse our tools. I'm not seeing any sign of that, unfortunately. Yep, it says here, YouTube also said the copyright law compels the website to take DMCA complaints at face value and quickly remove content when someone alleges their copyrights are being violated. YouTube further said its employees and systems work to detect suspicious behaviour but acknowledge that trolls and bad actors can sometimes circumvent the measures. That's what I mean. So Bungie uses the vendor CSC Global to send its actual takedown notices which are sent only after specific approval from Bungie legal department. 
After learning the fraud in Asda Cross takedown, CSC issued a retraction notice requesting a reinstatement of the video, but on Monday, 21st of March, it reported that YouTube had denied the retraction request because the retraction notice was not sent from the same email. <laughs> this is Bungie themselves saying, hey, no. This is what I don't get. It's like, these are people legitimately working for Bungie. It's like, ignore that email, fucking put it back. And they're going, no, but it's not the email that we got it from, so we can't. So, on the 22nd of March at 3.18 local time, <clears throat> guessing that'll be um, Eastern, possibly, because it's America, possibly, or PST, Pacific Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Or Pacific the other way, I actually can't think. Well, anyway, uh, Google filed an update. It has terminated the accounts and has submitted the affordance requests and all fraudulent submissions would be reversed, but Google would not share any information to defend who the fraudsters actually were. That's including channel identities, email addresses, or any other identifying information without a law enforcement request or civil process. Fortunately, for the people whose videos were targeted by the fraudulent takedown notice, Bungie has the financial resources to begin that civil process in order to meet Google's requirements. <laughs> so Bungie's lawsuit has basically said um, it is entitled to damages and injunctive relief, including enhanced statutory damages of $150,000 for each fraudulent takedown notice that willfully infringed Bungie's copyrights. So... That's about 41 takedowns that were fraudulently given. So that's about $6.15 million they're looking for in damages. <laughs> so, so basically, Bungie said lets its players create and share videos of Destiny gameplay, provided the videos contain substantial player-created content. I think it's like an 80-20 thing, mm. if I remember correctly. So it can't be just a let's play. You have 100% to. Bungie content, eighty percent of their own, or it might be their way around. I actually can't remember how which way around it goes. Yeah, it's but like they, they... Did, they did basically say because certain content now is archived, especially with music, you cannot use that. But as long as it's original and meets their guidelines, they're happy to have Destiny content online. Yeah, it does say that uh, the policy also disallows simply uploading songs from Bungie uh, soundtracks ripped from the game files. So yeah. Basically, if it's in the background while you're playing, that's okay. If you are playing it with an overlay, then no. Yeah, if it's just like here's the music and it's not actually being impeded or you're not doing something to make it your own content, uh, then yeah, this is where like the fair use thing can be very, very subjective. Very cloudy and muddy. Yeah, because I can play Halo. And I could play the Let's Play. I could Let's Play the entirety of Halo games front and back, which I've done in, in the past. I've had copyright strikes, uh, not like ones that will damage my channel, but would stop any monetization from happening if I was monetized. To me. Because of licensed audio inside the game, I'm guessing. Yeah. Even that means though... games like Fallout, because when that started happening on Twitch, I think some streamers are complaining about it. Uh, Bethesda literally put a new option in the. Um... That's why the In-game, streamer mode. It's been off the radio. Yeah. So you can still walk around towns and cities without the fucking well, audio detection. That fucking, you know, I don't want to set the help world on fire or bloody the ink spots. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, Halo Infinite's soundtrack is DMCA free as well. So if you play Halo Infinite at any point, you aren't going to get striked for it, or you shouldn't get striked for it. And uh, you can also play their music on Twitch without getting DMCA'd. Ooh. So that's cool. I like that 343's done that and recognize that and Microsoft recognized that. But it's it's just a problem that like some of the older stuff is bound by the contract and labels and the 
the businesses that they worked for at the time. And it could be very hard to reverse some of those things. Say, hey, no, just let it, let it be uncopyrighted, and yeah. let people have it as back at end of their music and so fair use it. But, um, yeah. So between March second and March sixteenth of. <clears throat> CSC initiated and completed 41 DMC takedowns of YouTube videos on Bungie's behalf, all of them related to the music from the Destiny 2's original soundtrack. YouTube's videos, YouTubers whose videos were taken down included the Doe Defendants lawsuit said, so basically they targeted their own channels to make it look like it was actually them doing it. Yeah. Beginning on about March 17th, Doe Defendants began submitting on 40 DMC claims taken down on YouTube for videos that allegedly infringed Bungie's copyrights, the complaint said. Upon information and belief, Doe Defense created a fake um, insert name at gmail.com accounts in order to submit a phone and take down notices on their, tra- on their ones as well. In the notices, defendants identified themselves as Bungie Inc. or as Bungie Authorized Agents. So an image of the takedown notice was sent to Astacross, indicating that content was removed by Bungie Inc. With, when anyone was handled by CSC would not have used that language and Bungie had not authorized anyone else to issue takedowns. Yes. Uh, the fraud sent shockwaves through the Destiny community, and some players directed their anger to the Bungie, to Bungie. Although the company said publicly on March twentieth that it had not issued any takedown notices. When Bungie was trying to navigate what is called the Byzantine lab- procedural labyrinth set up by Google, the Doe defenders themselves were gloating and confessing and sending threatening emails to CSC. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's just it just seems like they just got they just got salty. At 12.41 a.m. on the Monday 21st, a Damien Reynolds emailed davidthompsoncsc at gmail.com the following. Hope striking everyone's content was worth it, Arsat. You now have got Bungie's full attention. We will order to grow up and get a life instead of tormenting people behind a screen like a fucking coward. If I were you, I'd delete my Google account right now because Bungie and probably even Google are going to come after you hard. The funny thing is, though, the DMC... The C the CSC email that was used there was actually a legitimate address. <laughs> so again, the, the confusion. Uh, the in the email address was this email address is the one CSC used for legitimate DC, DMCA takedown request on YouTube. Bungie lawsuit said he carries the name of the CSC exec David Tom, Thompson. YouTube's DMC reporting system requires a Google account if the reporting party processes DMC requests via YouTube Content Management Project product, which is the Curator Studio or the Content Manager. I don't realise how long this fucking article was. Fuck. <laughs> uh, the defenders also sent emails to the takedown victims that appear calculated to discredit the authenticity of takedowns. Notice legitimately issued by Bungie's authorised brand protection vendor by claiming falsely that DMC notices attached to Touching the authorized vendor's email address. Why the fuck do they have to read it like this fucking legal jargon? It makes no fucking sense. They even said the email by David Thompson were, was also fraudulent. Defenders apparently intended to cause the recipients of legitimate takedown notices to file inappropriate copyright counter notifications with the YouTube. The email taking credit for the takedown fraud was sent to victimized YouTube users for someone purportedly. To be a, a Jeremy Wildens. I think he's one of the um I think he's one of the execs actually, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong though. Yeah. So uh one of the emails read Greetings, I am one of the people who fired false takedowns on videos 
uploaded by you and others in Destiny community. The email said, the other person filing takedowns is this email, who will refer to as this person. The email claimed that this person has no affiliation with Bungie. And the email also said that users should blame YouTube for its sloppy corporate takedown system and Bungie for ignoring the issue for so long. Well, I don't think Bungie actually knew about the issue until it actually came to light, to be fair. Yeah. Sure, it took them a week before we got um, any traction, but now they're fully aware of it. They're now taking legal oh. action. So it says uh, the the email the here says, uh, I could tell you how I got YouTube to think I was a legitimate representative of Bungie. All it took was a single sentence. No documents, no license, no private information. Also, I did not issue takedowns on Bungie's own channels. Whoever did that is further proof that YouTube doesn't verify the identify uh, identifiers uh, of takedown claimants. Uh, I was directly affected by false takedowns from David Thompson several months ago. These were, in quotes, David Thompson, by the way. Um, and many others were issued fake takedowns by this person over the past several years. I believe that with enough attention, Bungie might have prompted to step in. The first few channels that were hit by takedowns didn't seem to grab anyone's attention, so I escalated the matter. If I hadn't escalated the issue... Uh, many people would not have their takedowns removed. So he's trying to be like a knight in shining armor, as it were. Fucking Robin Hood here. Yeah, but it's I get why they've done it, but at the same time, you're just, uh, taking someone <laughs> off someone's um, job away if it's monetized. Yeah, they're basically fucking somebody else to say, "Hey, look, here's a problem." It's like shooting somebody in the head and saying, there's a murderer over there. Look! Look at this murderer! You're not listening to me? Bang! I've just killed this guy. There's a murderer over there. It's, it's the same... I'm killing people to say there's a murderer over there. Yeah, it's the same thing. You're doing the same thing to get a point across that you could have just emailed and emailed and emailed and got people to sign petitions and emailed and emailed and emailed and got Bungie to look into it. It's the whole eye for the eye makes the whole world blind, in a sense, isn't it? Oh, definitely. A hundred percent eye for an eye, this is. And it's going to get the person who's done it now more fucked than the guy who did it before. So, yeah, crazy. Uh, the email went on to call Bundy's DMCA representative, uh, quote, spiteful cowards who want their victims to feel helpless and afraid and who have uh, been... Issuing false takedown for years with no repercussions. The email also said, I tend to get caught so Bungie would take heed of the corruption that has been suing in the centre of YouTube community. I fully intend to retract my takedowns and stop issuing them after Bungie had acknowledged the issue and begun restoring people's video channels otherwise. Yeah, but doing so, you've basically put a big fucking tiger on your back, mm. mate, now. Bungie's coming for you because you're the one who will show the fraudulent takedowns. Yeah, Bungie's lawyer said and the takedowns... Compensation. Yep, exactly, because it's lost earnings. Uh, yep. Bungie's lawyer said that the takedowns issued by CSC on behalf uh, were legitimate. The email, uh, the email quote manifesto reads like a hackneyed "Look at what you made me do" letter from a serial killer in a bad novel, which is exactly <laughs> what I've just been saying. Yep. <laughs> I shot a guy, so therefore you must now take <laughs> note of the guy who's been shot over here. Oh, you didn't take notice? I'm going to shoot another guy until you realise. It's kind of like the the old... Um, Look at oh, what you what... made me do. 
yeah, it's, it's you know, you're like, like a copycat killer. You know, yeah. they know it's around, they know who it is, and they try to make the police more aware of what's going on to focus on a certain area. Mhm, mhm. Wasn't wasn't like a copycat killer for like Jack the Ripper? I actually can't remember. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think most of them have had copyright, uh, not copyright, um, yeah, yeah, copycat killers. So, yeah, it's not unheard of, and this. This is um, not the right way to do it. No, not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. You sh- you should not do this kind of thing because not only I mean if they'd done it to Bungie themselves, that would have been less harmful than doing it to content content creators who legitimately have uh, probably at this point, considering how big their channel is, maybe that as their sole income. And maybe a few sponsorships. And they live off that money. And you stopped them earning like a week's worth of wages. Because well, you were trying to make a point. Yeah. It depends on like, how much earnings and that and how many videos they took down uh, mm-hmm. doing that. At, at the end of the day, it would have made sense for them to go to Bungie's actual main channel and just strike everything. Because that would have got their attention. It wouldn't have cost anyone any money really. Because Bungie's a big corporation, they could absorb that hit. A, a, a lone person, if, if what if they did not get the attention from Bungie? What if Bungie did not attend, give them the attention they needed? And this wasn't run up the flagpole to legal. They would still be there with no monetization and risk losing their channel because of this. Mm-hmm. So... YouTube system is completely fucked, and I agree with that. But the way they've highlighted it is extremely fucky too. So I love the impression that the DMCA thing was you had to prove who you were before nope. the type strike got put through. But the fact that it's been brought to light, holy shit! I've been DMCA'd by people claiming Halo stuff, and I'm pretty sure they're not Halo affiliated. So I'm just like, I can't be asked to fight it. Because if they go back to them and go, hey, are, are you a, are you still pushing this claim? And it's like, yeah. And it's like, well, this is content. You get striked. So I just don't bother. I don't bother it with it. If it gets striked and muted in that section, it gets striked and muted. It's fuck all I can do about it. But I will play streamer mode whenever I can in a game. It's like the Guardians, though. The Guardians of the Galaxy. I wanted to play that through. But I wanted to play that through with the music because there's some fucking banging tracks in that game. But I can't play it on stream because it's all licensed music. Because the music is not because it's, it's, it's licensed. It's not um, royalty free music. Yep, it's like they will replace it with streamer friendly music, and they do. But then it also comes up at the top of the fucking screen that's got streamer mode. So it's like the immersion. It's like if you want to put this on YouTube, you've got to acknowledge, or if you want to play it on Twitch. You've got to acknowledge you're a streamer and you're streamer moding it. You, you can't hide it. So a wild Sparky has appeared. Hey, oh. Where the uh, fuck have you been? <laughs> Sorry, you're very quiet, by the way. I might have to turn you up. Ketchan. You're in Ketchan. the kitchen. Oh. She's in the kitchen. Ketchan. <laughs> so, yeah, um, where That's was I? More accent for me. <laughs> Murder kitchen. So no. 
So, um, yeah, so it's just like, what the fuck, basically. Um, YouTube's things needed fixing for a while, but if it's one of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. But now that Bungie's like, hey, here's the money probably involved in it, and we're a big business, and we've got big lawyers, uh, I, I see this getting changed. Very drastically, yeah. Yeah. The... It'll probably be based off um, all um, DMCA um, disputes will probably be reviewed manually before the video gets actually taken off. I imagine that's how they'll have to and do they'll it. And they'll probably change it to a point where DMCA, DMCA, DMCA disputes, I mean, the video will still probably not get monetized, but oh, no, the no. won't get any of that money until the dispute's actually been confirmed that actually it's a proper dispute. I, I think they should hold it, but then again, it's like, and say like keep the keep the video up, but run the ads on it, but just don't give it to the the creator until it's proven. The, um, creator until the DMCA DMCA dispute has been confirmed. Yeah. And if it isn't legit, then the money that's been held gets put back to the content creator. That's what needs to happen. Exactly, and that's the problem. Though. They don't do that. Like, like we're just like take it down, fuck it. We'll figure it out if it's thingy. They say it's real. Okay, they strike. Fuck them. Give them. Well, the the bots say it's real, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very good. So uh, let's move on to something a little bit more happy topic. So the sequel to Breath of the Wild, it's been delayed. And you're like, Lars, why is this a good thing? Because when Nintendo delays things, it means it's going to come out good. Animal Crossing came out really good. They delayed that by a couple of months. And it, it's like a game that's fucking amazing. And despite the delay by a couple of months and it launched alongside... Um... Doom Eternal. To internal, it's still done really fucking well. Oh yeah. Uh, so the Breath of the Wild sequel, because we still don't know the name of it yet, uh, is now going to be spring twenty twenty three. It was going to be like autumn twenty twenty two, so they've only moved it back by four months at the most. But that's four months extra polish, four months extra content, four months spit and extra all this good TLC to it. So it's going to come out looking great. It's not a fix it in post game like Cyberpunk, like Avengers, like. Every fucking game that's come out so far. Oh, post it, we'll get the funds, fix it later. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Halo Infinite game. Love it. Love the game. It's got a very good campaign to it, but it's missing features still. And it'll still be yeah. missing features up until next year. Oh, like Battlefield. Oh, well. <laughs> well, we'll come up to that in a, in a few. Um, so, hey, uh, Spark, are you, are you back now? Are you not kitchen? Oh, she's still, oh, still catching. Oh no, I'm I'm here. I'm sorting out the dog. Uh, um, dog. We dog. Yeah. Uh, dog. The dog. It's, it's Doug, isn't he? Dog or dog? Marley. 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 Marley the dog. Marley. Mia. Come here, uh, here Babu. But yeah, what do you think about uh, Breath of the Wild sequel getting delayed? Do you think that's a good thing? I have no idea, honestly. I've not even played the first one. Oh, it's worth playing. If you could like, use Link Switch. I but like, I don't even care. Yeah. I, I liked it. and I For me, it's like, Zelda games are good, but I didn't like the, the formula. Go to this fucking thing, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And then it opens up everywhere else. It's like, if you want to, once you have opened the access to a glider which is like a required part of the game, which is the tutorial area, you could go straight into the castle and fight the last boss straight away with fuck all on you in three hearts and win, if you were that good. 
probably someone out there who can do that. Well, people have done it. People have speedrun that shit. So, um, with that in mind, it's like the imagination of the second one, like the sky areas and all sorts of stuff. It looks really good. Um, and with this new AMD tech of being able to make a 1080p image look like 4K with a very little overhead to make it look like that is very intriguing in how they're going to make low quality images look better with like CPU learning and that and apparently it doesn't really affect performance either it's like a very little uh, extra done to a game to make it look better mm-hmm. so they're, they're already doing it in the Wii sports game that's coming out on Switch it's like just, they call it like Nintendo sports now instead of Wii sports because obviously it's not on the Wii it's on the fucking Switch um, a Wii but, Wii but apparently that's got that AMD technology. I can't remember what the fuck it's called though, but it basically makes something like a 720p image look as crisp as a 1080p image with like no discernible differences because of the CPU logic. And it doesn't cost as much processing power either. So with the bog standard switch, you could get some really good looking games come on there. And it's a Nintendo case-by-case game thing. They could just be like, yeah, activate it. Let's see what you can do. And all they've got to do, like developers who aren't Nintendo, will just be like, hey, can we can we turn this on? Can we try this out? And Nintendo will be like, yeah, go for it. No, no you can't. Fuck off. You've got to mm-hmm. wait another couple of months. Yeah, but it's interesting because it's like, I'm pretty sure all like, the new Nintendo games like Kirby and the Nintendo Sports and the Zelda game, uh, are all going to be heavily using this going forward. And the new Mario game that's meant to be coming out. Um, and it's it's going to, they're all going to look really good. I mean, there are games on there that look really good now, and you're like, fuck me, this is a handheld. <laughs> Essentially. So, it was cool. I, I, I really do think that this new Zelda game is only going to look better and only going to play better, because it's got, basically, the engine that runs Breath of the Wild it's the same, essentially the same map with differences added to it. So like Majora's Mask sort of thing. Um, but with the like, whole new gameplay mechanics and the availability of this AMD upscaling program thing to make things look better than they are. So it's going to be like you could be stood in the same place in the same area in both games and one look just phenomenally better and it'd be the exact same engine and the exact same graphics but the way they've worked this magic uh makes it look so much better uh, so much better so uh it's definitely definitely something that any nintendo delay is always good i always think because it means mm-hmm. they actually give a shit about what they're doing they want their games to come out perfect because people will often get pissy when you don't bring out a good game like me for instance mm-hmm so, uh, next topic. So, Fortnite new season released with no build mode. Basically, the imagined order, the, the fictional bad guys of this um, whole storyline uh, came in and jammed the ability to create buildings. Ha! Uh, so, that now is ended in the storyline, but you can still play a mode that is dedicated where you do not have the ability to build 
Yeah. Because it apparently went off that well and people wanted it for ages, they've just made it a separate mode. So you don't mm, yeah. actually have to play against kids cranking 90s. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, You can play like properly on your own terms, ground-based. I mean, the caveat is you have a, a small regenerative shield. So your shield capacity is basically 150 if you maxed out on your shields. Mm-hmm. But you always get 50 back if you are out of battle for long enough. But it's like a separate reserve. If you're playing build mode, you don't have that shield. But mantling's in now, so you can climb up things uh, if you can reach them. Uh, sprinting's in, which is a, a stamina bar. And it definitely has changed the pace of the game again. Because uh, the last thing they added which changed the pace was uh, sliding. Which if you did down a hill, you got some proper speed. So if you were trying to get to the the circle before the storm got you, you could legitimately slide off the top of a hill and just jet down this hill really quickly rather than run down it. Mm-hmm. But imagine now you have the ability to sprint into a slide. <laughs> so you go in full whack and then slide and then your stamina starts coming back up again and sprint a bit more then slide. If you chain it right, you can go like really quickly across the map on foot. So it's cool. I, I like the idea. I like the, the the fact that you've not got fucking master builder Lego guys building mansions at you when you try and fight them if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, And then the last topic of the evening. Uh, Did I post this or did you post this, Dolph? Early um, battle. That was... So the Despite the um, website, uh, this is from the metro.co.uk. Yeah. There's apparently a new Battlefield game already in development with a modern near future setting that claims a rumour. The thing is, they usually have, because Battlefield's like every couple of years, because Battlefield 5 came out, what, in 2018? 2019? You tend to get a Battlefield after every two Call of Duty, give or take. Yeah, so every two years-ish. So, them making working on a new one is not surprising. No. So, EA and DICE are already at work on the next Battlefield game with the unpopular specialist system expected to get a major rethink. Because, let's face it, that specialist thing was fucking cringe. Uh, I, I, Especially I, when, when, you get, when you get the end, there's like, you know, it's like, just the, the fucking the quips they came out with is like they just seem unfazed with the fact that they're in a war. Yeah, well, it's it's like the storyline to it as well because there's no campaign really. It's nope. you are playing as like the, the basically it's like in the future in 2042, uh, global resources and that is so fucked. You are fighting over them, and the only real forces that are left are uh, the United States. And I think it's like China are the, like the the big military powers left, and all the other characters, whether you be British, English, and Americans, uh, <clears> you you call like I can't remember what the fucking name for them are, but they're like they are expatriated or something like that. I think they're what they're called expats. I think they're called, and you basically just work for the faction that pays you the most money in the so- game. So it's your essential mercenary then, essentially. Yeah, you are you are absolutely a mercenary, which you can basically just 
be on either team playing the same character because it doesn't fucking matter because you could potentially work for both of them. Yeah. So Battlefield 2042 has been a complete disaster from both a critical and commercial perspective. But rather than let the franchise breathe for a while, it's reported that developer DICE has already started work on the next game. It's not clear when the new game will be released, but the leaker, Tom Henderson, who proved to be the most reliable source of Battlefield 2042 before its release, suggested they're trying to hit a 2023 release date. Because because when there's no Call of Duty schedule, it wouldn't, it wouldn't leave enough time to put out a quality product. Oh dear. So they wouldn't necessarily stop EA under normal circumstances, but it's claimed that the publisher has learnt, quote-unquote, valuable lessons from the... F- response to the game and in picture so just like for the specialist characters I tried so hard not to do a fucking Jinquisition then <laughs> the new game is supposedly in pre-production with a large portion I'm fighting it now of DICE's staff now working on it a large portion a large portion of DICE's staff now working on it right on website Xfire Henderson quotes one of the sources as saying I think we'll be reverting a lot of changes that we made in Battlefield 2042. Uh, there's no clarification what this means, but the most unpopular elements are the 128-player battles and the specialists. Now, the 128-player battles, I think that's to do with network problems. That That's why that's unpopular. And the specialists, yeah, some of them are quite knobbish. Well, these the network thing might be because they might need some more fucking hamsters for the um, servers. Hmm. However... <laughs> A separate source suggests the original plan for the follow-up of 2042 was that it expanded the specialist idea further to make them uh, similar to an Overwatch-style hero shooter, which oh, is God, what no. will make it fail. <clears throat> this no longer seems to be the case, although, with Battlefield 2042 already trying to tie specialists more closely to traditional-type classes. Which, I mean, it is true. It's like you can get sniper-class types that have an ability... Like See, there's what that, that I'm fine with because the original Call of Duty has allowed you to mix and match your gear with perks. Yeah, that I, I'm fine. With. I can be a sniper with a machine gun and a rocket launcher. <laughs> I don't have to carry. Or you could be a heavy um, demolition oh. expert, the ghost and um, uh, and the bloody what the fuck? What was the fuck? Allowed you to have um, double underbowers. Hmm. Yeah, I forget the fucking name of it. Uh, model eighteen eighty sevens. Hmm. Yeah, but the, the, the thing with like uh, the class system in Battlefield 2042, it's like literally there's a sniper that has an ability that he can, uh, when everyone's looking at him, it pings red on the screen. And the disadvantage of that is if you are stood up and not laid prone when that happens, people see this red dot on your chest because that's the motion sensor picking up that you've been looked at. Um, but that character that I have, is a demolitions expert. He runs around with like a, a M249 saw or whatever the equivalent is and a fucking anti-tank rocket launcher <laughs> because he can. And then his, like, also, his other like baked-in ability is that he has a drone that he can target people with. But other mm-hmm. than that, they are... They're, they're not... like Each character has like those two things. They're like, oh, one of them can take more damage. Uh, and deploy shields like deployable shields or one guy's got a fucking grapple hook and he's better with assault rifles but they're not like limited to buy but you can only use assault rifles or but you can only use this Um, if anything I think the specialist thing is more 
restrictive if you play the legacy maps. So if you play anything mm -hmm. from like 1942, uh, you can only be, or Battlefield Bad Company uh, mm -hmm. 2 maps, or Battlefield 3 maps, you can only be uh, that character with certain weapons, sort of things like they used to be, which makes sense, but... Um, There's no longer seems to be the case, though, with Battle 2042 itself already trying to tie specialists more closely to traditional classes types, according to the founder that have attended the recent feedback sessions of DICE. Although our details remain vague, Henderson claims that the new game is definitely slated to have a modern or near-future setting. Whether that means it's going to continue the plot of 2042 is unclear, but it's not going to be another historical game. Thank fuck. I hate the fact that they're going back to World War Two and World War One all the fucking time. What about the other wars, you know? You think they're going to do World War Three? Hasn't happened yet. Is that a jazzy but idea? But could. Hi. Hiya. How you doing, babes? I'm playing Spyro and I'm raging. I'm playing Uno and I'm raging. <laughs> now, but any modern day setting being seen as incentive given the ongoing Russian investigation, uh, investigation, fucking hell, Russian invasion of Ukraine, especially as EA and DICE have no idea how this will end and the new Battlefield has only just entered production. So that could be a bit, um... Do you know what they should do? They should just have a Bad Company 3 and just have a random uh, PMC versus the Bad Company boys. You could get away with that because they don't have to be Russian. Nope. Mad scientist plot I mean, PMCs. I'd, I'd, love, I'd, I'd love to see a new mercenaries game to a fair. But that's the thing that I, I always keep saying is that the next Battlefield game needs to be preceded by the following Bad Company and three in that order. Yep. Because fuck me, we've been was, waiting for when, years. When was the Bad Company game we had? Uh, 2008, 2009? Yeah, so quite a while ago then. Uh, Bad Company 2. Release date. Oh, 2nd of March, 2010. So, so a good 10 years. years. 12 years. Cool. So, uh, even historical gains could be seen as in poor taste at the moment, so Activision will likely be relieved that this year's Call of Duty reportedly focuses on the South American drug traffickers and that no main line entry is currently scheduled until 2023. As troubled as it is, DICE still has plans for more content for 2042, including four more specialists and a total of four battle passes. A new map called Exposure is also due this summer. The more popular Battlefield Portal mode will also continue to be updated throughout the year. Yeah, that needs to be, because it's only got six maps currently, but they are uh, Caspian Border, um, Narshanar Canals from, back, uh, from Battlefield 3, yeah. Uh, Arika Harbor and fuck, what was the other one called? Um, the one with the lighthouse from Bad Company Two. And Gosh. then I don't know. And then uh, there's two from the 1942. So yeah, they need to add more maps. This is the Halo Infinite problem. They need to add more content. Um, that's why people are falling off Halo Infinite. This is why people are like fucked off about Bad Company, uh, about about twenty forty two. Um, if they even if they just release like, um, like his Battlefield Four maps, if they put Metro in and stuff like that, people would fucking play the shit out of it. 
for that. But I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a problem for a while. So uh, like <clears throat> going going back a bit just to get Jazzy and uh, uh, well Jazzy and Ta Sparky because we kind of went over these at the time. Um, there was a uh, there's a woman uh, who left her job at a quite rich ish supermarket marked dispensers to eat Percy pigs in the nude on a OnlyFans style website. So what do you, what do you think I'm about it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to say that again? They did what? They left their job at Marks and Spencers, which is like a posh uh, clothing shop slash food store for um, like older people. Basically, you get your going there a lot. Um, and she makes £50,000 a year eating Percy Pig like gummy snacks in the nude. On a OnlyFans style adult content website. That's pretty dope. I think we're, we're in the wrong jobs, to be fair. How the hey, fuck am I going to make money on this? Well, apparently you all you can make money off of selling underwear and um, breast milk. Breast milk, underwear. I mean, people sell their feet pictures on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's one of those things. It's like if you need side money, that's always a thing that people can do. Hate this level. And we always get more and more weird stories about stuff like that because we've had breast milk, uh, bath water, uh, stockings, use stockings, uh, people who like giantism, um, and then. This one. We've had we've always had farts in the jar. Farts in the jar, yeah. Eating sweets in the nude no. now. Yeah, the woman, the woman who had did farts in a jar, uh, thought she was dying from a heart attack because she ate too much spicy food, and it gave her like indigestion to a point where she had to go to hospital. Or the point where she was um forcing it out so much that she was getting chest pains before she was having a heart attack. Yeah. But there are people making silly amounts of money doing stuff like this, and it's mainly women. And it's just like, wow, I think sometimes... Yeah, I know. I don't know how to get up there. Oops, I... Sorry, I'm going to eat. start eating sweets, Jazzy, and then you just get naked. But I, I feel like... People say are that men are meant to be the, the stronger and more dominant thing, but we really aren't. I think we were born with the wrong gender sometimes because women just control the market for stuff like this just because they can. They have the assets. They have the disposable uh, way of, of making things work. And it works. And it does. We've seen all these different ways of people um, making money off of men with fetishes and stuff like that. Yeah, but females have like fetishes like that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't think I'm going to be able to sell my <laughs> boxes on fucking <laughs> OnlyFans. Hmm. Yeah, but is it who's going to legitimately buy like underwear of me? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. It's like here's my warm we can always underwear. Do, do best um, doing selling burps in the jar, I suppose. Yeah, it's probably already been Lord. done though. Oh, um, I will pay you a tenner to send uh, me a burp in the jar. We're selling new baseball hats. 
If I send you a burp in a jar and you pay me a tenner, I'll throw you a pair of my underwear in as well. Deal, babe. Your, your choice, are they washed or unwashed? Yes. 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 And and then, as the uh, the bonus, then as customer review, I need to see you wear them. <laughs> when? <laughs> the fuck is web? Wear them. Wear them, right? Okay, that's fine. I'll strut around the house with your boxers on, and I'll fucking. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear a GoPro, so if I look down. This is where you just like put a cucumber down there as well. And make it... <laughs> I've put some oranges yeah. in a cucumber. Also got a in a bag of Percy Pigs as well. Aye, aye, that'd be great. <laughs> Setting them off as well and doing it. Choice. Nice. Maybe, maybe while drinking a can of Iron Brew while you're at it. Aye, aye, aye. So, uh, also now, we I'm need to... Party rings and I'll let them float in the water. <laughs> oh, God. That's good. <laughs> no, because they're just soggy. Ugh. Exactly. Uh... Everyone could... likes the party rings a little more. <laughs> but then you can also have the party rings as little, uh, like, nipple targeters. So it's like, here they are. Look at them, they're in the holes. What? <laughs> Wearing with bikinis. <laughs> is, is this uh, podcast still 18 plus? I? Yeah, it's always been 18 plus. It's, never it's, been always, it's always been A, seriously. It's always been explicit. <laughs> yeah, but I keep wondering if it was like the streaming. No, I'm not I'm not streaming it, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm streaming. Uh, well. Hey, it's 18 it plus, don't worry. No, no, we're, all right. we're all right then, we're all right then. I was going to say, it's a bit fucking late now. <laughs> but uh, we need a question for um, the the Spotify thing, which still hasn't been picked up on yet, but one day someone will answer the questions. Um, so uh, what, are we, what are we going with? What question shall we ask our... Uh, Spotify question. Uh, leave that with me for a minute. I'll oh, finger up before the end. Okay, um... Would you rather come giant ants or have ants, giant ants come on you? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, repeat that one. Yep. Would you rather be able to ejaculate giant ants or have a giant ant ejaculate on you? Well, that's easy. I'd rather have a, a an ant jizz on me because it'd be one time and then that'd be done but every time no, i jizz yeah but every time this is what you implied but then every time i jizz i basically destroy my dick otherwise <laughs> and if you Imagine have and if you have sex and you fucking just blast someone's vagina across the room you'd essentially kill the person you had sex with and destroy your dick I don't think that's more of a choice. That's more of an ultimatum. Really, Ca- isn't it? Cause of death. Uh, giant ant in vagina. <laughs> uh, there is a possibility of drowning in it. Mm, it depends on how much. And <laughs> this is where we need like the science facts. It's like how much does uh, an ant ejaculate? And then you scale that up to a, the size of a giant ant. Because for all we know, it could be like a bucket load. It could just be like a, a like a ten gallon bucket of jizz hits you in the face, and then that's it. Continuously. Well, no, it's not continuously. It'd be like. Well, no, not continuously, continuously, but it's just like a steady stream until it runs out. 
So that could be, what, a minute of that. And if you can hold your breath for a minute, you'd be fine. We've got off on such a fucking tangent. Because <laughs> Sparky turned up. Yeah. We always fuck up on whatever the hell we're talking about. <laughs> but when is a door not a door? When is a door not a door when it's a fucking jar? What I love about that is that uh, me and you got that at the same time as well. No, I already knew it. That's why I was given the joke. <laughs> I know, but I mean... It was... I, had, I had an empty jar in my fucking inventory and I got really pissed off that I just had a random jar. Yeah, but it's like I said it at the same time as you said it because I understood the yeah. joke and you were giving me the joke. So it was just... I, mean, I thought it was funny because... It... Hanging on the table. <laughs> uh, but yeah, also the, the short of me going off about Tinder is up on YouTube as well. I recommend that one. Uh, oh, see, you, you missed out on that live. Mm. I, I think you'd have found that fucking funny. And it, this is the thing as a single man that's on stuff like that, it's so fucking hard to not find the, the Tinder approved hiking trip photo in these people's things. It feels like there is. It feels like if there isn't, I should be making a fucking business out of this. Where we rent a van and I just take photos of people looking majestic on a fucking rock somewhere. Yo, hire me. Huh? <laughs> you should put that out there, Jazzy. You'd be like, hey, uh, high quality uh, Tinder profile pictures of you uh, at a beach or hillside. Um hit me up price is competitive and just do that you make a killing because it seems mm. like everyone in my local area has got one photo of them on a fucking cliff or a hill or a valley bundled up in hiking gear so it makes me feel like there is this legitimate business that's like the tinder hiking trip gotta be right back so I mean, everyone from my area just has that fucking dodgy looking photo where they're in the mirror and the fucking flash is too bright to even fucking see their face and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. With their phones on their face. Oh, do you know the funny ones, though? Are the ones where they do exactly the same pose and the only thing that changes about the photos is the clothes. Yeah. And it's just like... Why? I, I, I can... <laughs> with the drink in their hand, just like, yay! Loz versus Tinder round two, let's go! <laughs> I mean, if they do it outside, they're probably using some sort of um, cloud stock photo anyway. Yeah, but it's just it's just so fucking annoying. It's just... And I, I said this the other day, it's like, they've always got to have a pout. They've always got to be fucking slapped with makeup all the way through. And it's like, why not just have one where you're not pouting, where you're genuine, you haven't got all the slap on, because at the end of the day, you're selling a fake version of yourself. And there are people out there like me that are turned off by that. We want to see the natural beauty underneath all that shit. I don't like fake lips. I think they're fucking stupid. It's like getting two fucking ye old oak fucking hot dogs and sellotaping them to your fucking face. Sorry. I kind of talked over there. You don't know. Nice answer. So anyway, what were you what were you saying? Who? You, because I kind of talked over you a bit there. Sorry. 
Oh no, I was asking uh, Stuart whether he'd prefer makeup or no makeup, like what we were saying. Yeah. He said, "Doesn't matter." Well, you see, with me, it's like when when it's when they're all fucking dolled up like an airline hostess all the fucking time in all the pictures. It just and they're constantly surprised. Yeah, or the or they just look like they've shit oh themselves God, a bit and they're pulling the pout face. Wow, sorry. <laughs> But I, I just get annoyed. I get annoyed by it. I, hence why I exploded on episode 100 about it. Because it was just... <laughs> it's like... Okay, what happened to genuine Hi, people I'm these dad. days? You can call me daddy. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> I think this is where I struggle. And then eventually when I go out dating, fuck me, that's going to be a whole topic on its own. Because I bet you I'm going to have some fucking stories about that shit. Because from what I learned last podcast as well as a revelation you do not sit down and have a meal for a date now you go out drinking which i think is actually a worst thing really because you can make some really bad mistakes when you get a bit drunk but eh. yeah i've ever seen uh it's actually there too i saw it on reddit um this guy literally this guy has literally just got married with his uh with his wife and I don't know whether it was the best man or not, or one of his friends, but his friends literally slammed his hands down into the cake just before they're about to cut it, and he started throwing it around. The the groom just walked up to it and just knocked him clean on his ass. <laughs> and the guys got back up. He's like, put his hands out like um at wide saying, "Hey, come on, what's your problem?" And I think well, the problem is you literally just destroyed his fucking cake on his wedding day, mate. Mm. You deserved. One hundred and ten percent of that punch. He should have been drowned in the fucking remnants of that cake. They should be picking it out of his lungs when they were doing the autopsy. That not be suffocation, not drowning. Uh, it depends on the consistency of the icing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's like you as a chef accepts that as a thing that could maybe be right. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, I think maybe. You're like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> That's the watery fucking icing, then I. Oh, because you you drown in you drown in liquids, then you don't. Yeah, but yeah. icings can be mainly <laughs> solid. Unless it's a fucking sand. The only time that I've heard of a dry drowning is fucking sand and shit. Yeah. Well, that be suffocation. Exactly, but but drowning is suffocation. You still don't get oxygen. But yeah, but you still suffocate if you uh, put in ice. Yeah, but it eventually it will go into your lungs, won't it? Because it you you have to take a breath in. It's an autonomic response. You hold your breath for no, so long. See, like the bloody wheat barrels or barley barrels. If you fall into one of them, you're gonna drown. You're gonna die. You're gonna drown. You're gonna die of suffocation from the pressure on your chest before you're going to die of a dry d- drowning. I like how you that said drowning as well. <laughs> well, yeah. If you don't, but I don't know. I feel like that's. Um... Yeah, that guy was definitely fucking should have, should have been uh, removing bits of uh, cake from his lungs for the very minimum. <sighs> but, uh, alright, D- Dolph, I've rambled enough. I think we should start wrapping up. Okay. <sighs> I'll, get the, I'll get the cell tape. Not that kind of wrapping. Oh.
So if you want to send us any messages, you can reach us. Well, rather, you can reach me at Twitter at Dolphin Rapture. I'll take most questions apart from religious, political, and racist ones. I do not do those. Uh, Star out a little earlier. You can reach out also on Twitter at Stardust2118. Again, same kind of questions. Uh, you can reach our good friend Sparky on, I believe it's Twitter at Mrs. Red Beanie, I think. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure if you have a Twitter, though, unfortunately. I don't think, I don't well, think you do. On, on Twitch, definitely Mrs. Red Beanie. What? Just a horror of Cthulhu. Yeah, you can also reach uh, Jazzy on Twitch as well, at um, Princess Jazzy. Nope. Oh, has that changed, has it? It's been changed for a while. Okay, is it more... Jazzy Jazzy? <laughs> is it changed, really? Yeah, I haven't been Princess Jazzy on Twitter in full years. The Twitter? No, oh. it's Rikishi. That's a Twitch. Oh, I was just like, what? I heard Twitter. Sorry. I'm also <laughs> focusing on Spyro. I might yeah. have said Twitter. I might have said Twitter. So Jazzy's yeah. Twitter, if you want it out there, yeah, it's fine. Go for uh, it. is Rikishi underscore ninety six. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you guys figure out how to spell that shit. I don't even know how to spell it. Don't ask me. <laughs> I, I looked it up. I still can't be bothered to spell it out. And you can also find. Uh, Bob, who joined us very briefly on Twitter as well, at uh, Rachel underscore Coop. Mm -hmm. And last but certainly not least, you can reach our host at LostG1985, where the fuck you may find it. Uh, yes, I'm quite about. I, Why look at here? Uh, oh, lovely. Can I say one last thing before we fully end? Go on. Paper! So, it, it, it starts off sad, I'm just going to say. Um, but it, it ends up happy. Uh, oh, that's my... <laughs> uh, sorry, I kicked it. But, um, okay. You can say, this is half sad. The Hoover kicked in. Well, okay, it shut sucked. up. Uh, so, my uncle a month ago uh, fell at work, and I'm not just talking about like a little fall, like trip, oh, oh boohoo. Yeah, no, he fell 55 feet. Fucking hell. Jesus. He broke a lot of his bones. He went through five different surgeries in the past month, and he finally was able to sit up today. Oh, congrats on that That's one. good. Yeah. Onwards and upwards. Road to recover. Yeah. But when I heard, at first I thought they were saying 15 feet, and I'm like, oh, that's not too bad. And then they said, no, it's 55. And I'm like, damn. But yeah. But yeah, well, I completely forgot what the fuck I was saying there. Um, yeah, uh, you can also send us uh, voice messages through the Anchor app. Yep. If you're inclined to, you can get your voice actually in our podcast. Should you also, Anchor app also allows you to do your own kind of podcast like we do. Basically, we use a app called Discord and was literally records the order and. Anchor app does the rest. We just mm -hmm. click, click a few buttons and it push, pushes it out to all the podcast um, platforms. You, you don't even have to do it that way. You can literally just use the mobile app itself uh, and record uh, you and your friends in that room nice. on your phone. Was uh, that a challenge? 
<laughs> also, you, you did forget one. Uh, if you want to not specifically message one of us, but message us as a group, at capital S, uh, small I, capital P, uh, podcast crew, all lowercase, on Twitter. So that's SIP podcast crew. Um, that'll, that'll have the uh, latest episodes coming out there, any shorts we do. And you can also ask us questions there that we can then either answer on there or put in the podcast and answer when we get to it sort of thing. Should so, you want to message us individually, you can reach us that way as well. Yeah, either way. But it's like if you don't want to message one person in particular, but you want to go through the, the actual official Twitter, you can do. So do it that way if you want. And if not, yeah, whatever. So, um, Wait for us. No. How do you lead someone in, t- in anticipation? Can I tell you later? <laughs> she just left. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's it. Uh, 101. We've had a long um, Just for Spotify listeners, we do put a question out as well for you guys. Yep. Which... Oh, I'm supposed to do oh. this level. Uh, get good. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's, let's, let's wrap this up and ask, see where Jazzy is because I've 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 100%ed um reignited so I'll see where she is. There you go. We're gonna send a ringer in to help you out. So um, <laughs> yeah, that's been it for episode 101 of the Spartans and Pajamas podcast. He's a war. Uh, we will see you all next time. Thank you very much. Uh, and catch you all later. Bye. Bye.